This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 1318, Band 9 Sample Speaking Answer About Soccer. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, you'll get the most honest insider advice about performing well on IELTS Speaking Part 2. Get great tips plus a sample answer about a childhood memory. Don't miss it. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, Aubrey, how are you? <laughs> I am great. Did I tell you we got a fish? What? Oh my God. That's okay. That's, that's crazy because we just got another fish. It's what? a rescue fish. Why are our lives just overlapping with it's tuna? True. I had no idea tuna you had sandwiches yesterday, fish today. And okay. So tell me about your fish. It's a beta fish. We had never had a fish, but we had never had a pet before. And oh, our right. kids really wanted ones. So we're like, oh, we could do a fish. So we yeah. got a tank. And I actually grabbed to show you and all of you <gasps> guys, if you're watching on YouTube, you're going to see my daughter drew our fish. Oh, oh, I love that. Beta fish are so pretty. It's bright red. They named um, him or her, I don't know, yeah. Raspberry. <laughs> so cute. She actually put this, my daughter put this by the tank as like either like a mirror or maybe like so that it thinks it has a friend this like oh my goodness gracious that is so cute you guys you have to see this picture that aubrey's daughter really drew and that is precious it's a good like drawing it's a really good drawing really good it, yeah. it's a very good likeness <laughs> um check out isles energy tv on youtube guys um and Maybe you heard me mention something about a tuna sandwich just a minute ago. <laughs> Guys, do listen to our episode from yesterday about writing task two ideas in case you missed that because yesterday we also discovered that we had something surprising overlapping. Yeah, dude. So we have like a rescue fish now. It's also a beta fish. Um, there was an email one night last week and somebody in my condo complex had just left a fish in a really dirty tank downstairs, was just going to let this fish die. Oh, so no. of course I went to get it, um, but it's a beta fish. So we can't add him to the rest to our tank. So now we just have another fish tank and James uh, named him little man. Lil Man. Oh, so cute. Yeah, if you guys listening aren't aware, this I'm not sure how you say beta fish in your first language, but they are these beautiful, colorful fish with these big flowy fins. But if you put two in a tank, they attack each other. Yeah. Like they won't survive. So they nope. have to be separated. Yep. Yeah. When you buy them at the pet store, they're in their own little <laughs> tub yeah. or they'll attack each other. So I'm so they're glad you rescued pretty. that fish. 
They are. So I'm pretty. so glad you have a pet now. Yes. Okay, <laughs> let's get into today's episode, guys. We have um, an awesome episode about speaking part two today. A question from a YouTube subscriber and um, a sample answer. So, uh, Aubrey, can you read that question, please? Yeah, this is from Erin Kaliskan. It said, the IELTS speaking test wanted me to tell about a memory I had with a child, and I recounted a memory I had with a friend when I was a kid. Will this affect my score? Okay, so first of all, guys, I racked my brain and Googled the heck out of this, trying to find if there is a speaking part two question on IELTS about a memory with a child. There is not. There's some miswording in here. So what I think happened with this is that the topic was like, describe a childhood memory you have or your best childhood memory or your happiest memory from childhood. Those are all the variations. And then um, one of the three bullet points under that was maybe like who you were with. And so I think just that information came across sounding weird in the question because that wouldn't be a, a question. It wouldn't be worded like that on IELTS, a memory you have with a child. Like that's very weird. Right. IELTS is happen. not going to ask you something that would be specific to certain people, right? A lot of young adults or adults, if they don't have children of their own, they don't have memories with children. So yeah. that there's a chance that you'd be asked that and literally be like, I have no memories with a child, but this is weird. Right. So IELTS is for something like this, it'll be a little more either general to yeah. something that everyone has knowledge of, like their own childhood, right? right? Exactly. It's, it's That's one thing that you don't have to stress out about IELTS asking you something that you have no frame of reference for. You don't know, you know, exactly. they're not going to ask you like, tell us about when you birthed a child. <laughs> no, <laughs> right? That doesn't apply to everyone. IELTS is not going to ask you that's something so like funny. that. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, yeah, exactly. Like uh, I, the IELTS question won't assume your specific Apparent. life experience or right. age. Like it exactly. won't be like, um, cause that question, a memory with a child, that's assuming you are not a child then, which people of all ages can take IELTS. Like I've had high school students in taking the exam and that would, that question wouldn't make any sense to them. So again, okay. <laughs> that wasn't exactly the question. So the way that, um, Aaron answered the question, a memory she or he had with a friend when they were a kid. Perfect. Like that's, yep. That's great. That's perfect. That would have answered the question directly. Yes. And that's what you, the nice thing to keep in mind here is that often the sort of overarching topic is going to have the option of going lots of different ways, right? All of the ones you just said, Jessica, right? Describing a childhood memory. We have best childhood memory. There is not like one super narrow specific correct answer. There are going right. to be sort of branches, sort of options. Totally. So in general, right? If, if this person answered about a childhood memory of their own and included a friend, like a memory with a friend. Absolutely. Yeah, that totally. works, right? That's definitely likely to be very high scoring. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, gosh, like there are so many different ways you could answer this, right? Um, like what are some things that come to mind when you think of this? Like I think, um, I think soccer games, I think playing pinochle and Yahtzee with my grandma. I think playing with friends outside in the park and imagining clouds or unicorns. I like, my favorite restaurant when I was a kid going to yeah. Silvana's and eating chocolate fudge cake. Like 
So many memories. Right. I think about first day of school. I often have really vivid memories of the first day of school and getting new crayons and pencils and notebooks for some reason. That was so exciting to me. Or vacations with family. Those most vivid memories. That's what you would want to share because you'll remember a lot of details. Exactly. Exactly. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, so I am going to give a sample of part two answer. I did take a minute to take notes, just like you guys will on the exam. Um, Aubrey, can you uh, read the speaking part two question like an examiner would? And then you will time me as I give my answer. Yes, I'm going to get my timer ready. So you guys also have a good idea of how long two minutes is. You want to make sure to speak for that full two minutes Even if when the examiner says you have one to two minutes for this, don't let that fool you. You want to use the full two minutes. Good tip. All right. Okay, Jessica, describe a childhood memory you have. Okay, so this is interesting because I had some childhood memories triggered just a couple days ago at one of James soccer games. (laughs) So a lot of my childhood memories have to do with soccer. This isn't a surprise. Um, And being at his game and cheering for him and thinking about how he felt during the game and after the game, like it really just made my own feelings from childhood being in the same exact situation, like so strong and, and beautiful. These are some of my best memories from childhood. So all of my soccer games, when I was in AYSO, that's um, American Youth Soccer League, all of these memories from I started playing soccer when I was like six years old, maybe five years old, um, up through high school, right? But so many games when I was a kid in elementary school, they were all at this one specific like field complex, which was outside of town. Not that I'm from a big town. It did not even take long to get there. But nonetheless, it was outside of town. And I remember there was this big house that was all by itself in the middle of nowhere on the way to these soccer fields, which were, by the way, surrounded by cow fields because that's the kind of town I grew up in. But this house in the window, in the upstairs window of the house, there was always like a creepy mannequin doll face. And that was the thing you did on the way to the soccer fields as a kid. Like you would always look for this house and see which mannequin doll head was in the window because it was always something different and it was so creepy that's such a weird thing to remember um anyway so the feelings that came back to me from watching him were like how I felt after the soccer games um because like not to brag but James did score two goals uh in his game on Saturday um and I was pretty good at soccer too growing up and I remember my mom would like give me prizes which I'm not Thank sure how you. oh darn do, it I had do you so much still more to play say. soccer no, I wish. My knee is too messed up. I can't. <laughs> like, I'm going to ask you that follow up question because I've actually found students a lot lately. Pause before I give you this amazing feedback on that amazing answer. But a lot of sort of students don't realize that after your part two question, you're going to be asked a question that's sort of a yeah. throwaway transition to part three. 
So you don't want to give a long answer there. Just no. like Jessica, just something quick. Like, no, unfortunately, my knees messed one, up. One sentence. That's enough. Yep. Yep, exactly. Okay, so the first thing I want to point out is how Jessica started this answer. If you go back and listen again, she talks about how some childhood memories were recently triggered by her son's soccer game. And this word triggered is really high level. I don't know that I've ever heard a student use it, or at least not often. And it would make such a great um, filler phrase as well to say something like for any question, this triggers something I thought about recently yeah. or interesting that triggers my opinion about this. Right. And all it just means is it calls to mind. It makes me think about something else. So mm -hmm. instead of saying that use triggers, right? Band nine vocab for fillers and also a really interesting way to start your part two answer. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Anytime you're describing a memory or feeling, right? It's going to be triggered by something else. Usually you could even just say like, oh, that answer weird or no, that question, weirdly enough, just triggered a memory I have. Yes. <laughs> like that's the first thing you say in your answer. Exactly. Right. That's a really interesting, not common beginning. So totally. that's going to impress the examiner. You know, don't say like, I am going to talk about because that's what every student says, right? Say something interesting. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is the amazing intonation. Again, go back and listen if you missed this. When she's talking, first starts talking about memories, and you were like, these are so strong and beautiful. Yeah. And then again, when you're talking about the dolls in the window, you're like, so creepy. Now imagine <laughs> if she was using a monotone, how strange this would be if she's just it like, was so creepy and are, weird. Yeah. <laughs> These memories are so strong and beautiful. It was so creepy, right? So funny. That's when intonation is especially important for you to use the appropriate intonation for the for the context for what you're saying, right? You should sound excited, sound like it was a happy memory, sound like it was creepy, and that's how you get those higher pronunciation scores. Yeah, so I just, it just makes me laugh so hard thinking about expressing anything I just said with zero intonation. Like, that would be impossible. <laughs> I know, but unfortunately, I know I do this in Spanish and French, and I know IELTS students have a tendency to do this in English. If you're thinking about the high-level vocab you want to use and the linking phrases you need to use, it's so much to think about. You often forget the actual meaning of what you're saying, and so it doesn't always match the intonation. That's so vital that you keep it varied, right? Allow emotion to show in your voice. Get that interesting intonation. Otherwise, you might get a nine for vocabulary, but a five for pronunciation. And that just ruins your overall score. And honestly, if you're if you're using that much brain space to try and think of vocab to fit in, you're not going to be using a lot of that vocab correctly anyway, because it's you're not using it naturally. You're taking risks with stuff that you think is high scoring, which lowers your score. Right. Um, so yeah. I think that should kind of be the takeaway today, because to me, that ties in really well with our episode yesterday. How do we use our brains more effectively or the most effectively? Right. So yesterday with writing tasks two, we talked about when to think about what same rules can apply to speaking, right? While you're speaking, it has to be you just focused on communicating your ideas with as much energy and um, natural vivaciousness and honesty and personality as possible. This is genuine, spontaneous communication. If you are in your head thinking about grammar and vocab, that will ruin your fluency, that will lower your vocab score, and it will ruin your pronunciation score, 
right? Everything that Aubrey just said that ruins your pronunciation score. So I think that is our takeaway today, guys. Like just be in the moment and just speak from the heart. That sounds yeah. cheesy, but you know what but I no, mean? It's true. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you're using our strategies to tell a story, to tell lots of interesting details about what you're talking about, that vocabulary is going to come. You've been learning it. You've been practicing using it. So instead of being so focused on what's the most impressive word I can say, just like right. Jessica was saying, instead, tell a story, share lots of detail, and that vocabulary will come up as you speak. Exactly. Oh, what a great episode. Oh, it made me feel so good putting myself in that frame of mind. Um, nice. The post soccer game kid warmth oh, makes Aww. me so happy. That's All awesome. right, guys. <laughs> All right. So uh, we will be back on the mic next week. Awesome. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.